The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he showed himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, have you no fish, have you? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net to the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in, because there were so many fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on some clothes, for he was naked, and jumped into the sea. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, only about ninety meters. When they had gone ashore, they saw a charcoal fire there, with fish on it and bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went abroad and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, 153 of them. And though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. As we continue our journey through the season of Easter, we see the various appearances that Jesus makes in his 40 days on earth before ascending to the Father. This is the third appearance, and we can learn things about how the church is meant to function even today. The first thing we hear is that Simon Peter gets into the boat. Now, the boat for the early church fathers represents the church, and the church, headed by the Pope, has to listen to Jesus. That's the first lesson. Because Simon Peter was out fishing all night and caught nothing. It wasn't until daybreak when Jesus said, throw your net on the other side. And Peter heard that, listened, and obeyed that they caught so much fish. So that's the first lesson. The other disciples in the boat represent all of us because we have that same mission as Catholics to go out and to cast our nets into the deep and to bring people into the church. Well, notice what happens when Jesus is listened to and obeyed. 153, that number the church fathers say, represents all of the nations known to exist at the time in the whole world, which means that's the mission of the church, it's universal and the net is not torn. Now, the word tear in the Greek is schism. 
And that is, again, one of the great lessons for our church, not to be divided. Keep the church universal and whole and united. Easier said than done. And in fact, there are adversaries who are trying to do exactly that. Tear down the church, divide it, and keep us from being successful in our ministry. So in the first reading from Acts chapter 4, Peter and John are out preaching as they should be, and the power of their preaching is evident to their enemies, and they get arrested. But when they're brought to trial, Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, says, this Jesus whom you crucified, God raised from the dead. So that's the kerygma. The most important fact is Jesus has been raised from the dead. But then Peter makes this very important statement. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders. It has become the cornerstone. Now here he's referencing, for the sake of his audience, the Jews, the leaders who have arrested Peter and John, they're referring them all the way back to the Old Testament book of Daniel. Because in chapter 2 of Daniel, we have that very interesting incident where just a small stone was cut from a mountain without human hands. And that stone was hurled against the idol that Nebuchadnezzar had built, that great statue with four metals, and smashed it. And then that stone gradually became bigger and bigger until it was a mountain that covered the whole earth. Now again, that represents the church. The church is the universal body of Christ. And we're meant to grow ourselves and also be a thwart against any of the idols that exist in our culture today. Well, that's the good news. Notice again in the gospel we have the most important thing, which is the Eucharist because what's really happening here? We have the word of Christ spoken. That's the first part of the Mass, the Liturgy of the Word. And then Jesus invites them for a meal. That's the Liturgy of the Eucharist. In fact, we find some of the Eucharistic language used toward the end of today's Gospel. And here we are, listening to the Word, opening our heart to the Eucharist, and being strengthened to do the will of God, which is proclaim the good news, in union with Peter, listening to the Holy Spirit who will direct us in every way.